Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We're talking real money. We have a big pile of stuff to talk about with you today here on Talking Real Money, the only show you'll ever need to make more sense and more money uh, from your financial life. And uh, you can call us anytime, too, at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. We're live, though, on Saturdays from noon to 2 Pacific, 3 to 5 Eastern, 855 935 talk that is our phone number we would love to talk with you we've got a lot of government stuff going on government's changing rules and playing with things and trying to make life more confusing as they generally do and uh we also this has been a bad week i don't know about you but for me this yeah, has been a it's bad kind of a bummer week. yeah number of ways yeah cruddy week uh but in addition to it being cruddy in other ways, we, we, Tom and I, have been called on the carpet. Uh, Not me once. once. Me, me once. You twice. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> you twice. <laughs> it's not easy being me. I get it. No, it, it isn't. Yeah, it isn't. No, Tom, it, so. Tom has uh, Tom has a rough life. He's <laughs> he's he's uh, he's kind of like Eeyore at the office. I think it's kind of right, like he yeah. wanders he wanders through the hallways going. Thanks for noticing. Yeah, and the other yeah. part is, you know, everybody's having fun while I'm paying for it. That's how I feel, but that's just me. Uh, well, that's that's the the the, the problems of a CEO. Yeah. First world problems. Yeah, I'm sorry. Indeed. Well, do you want to go with your problems first, or do you want to start with mine? I think we no, should no, go I with think yours. we should start. I think we should start with ours. Okay. Yeah, we made Wait. a mistake. We yeah, made I'm not going to go personal. We no, did. Okay. We yeah. made a mistake. Yeah. Here's the deal. This is one of these rare things. This is very things. obscure, too, by the it way. It really is. Yeah. There is an obscure tax code rule, an IRS rule. We, neither of us being accountants nor ever claiming to want to be accountants, nope. it is not in our wheelhouse. We are not accounting it's types. Not a good excuse, as the guy said. I married, it's not. I married a woman who was an accounting type. I'm yep. sure she probably would have known this, but we didn't know it. Last week, a gentleman called and said, I'm getting out of my 401k, yep. and my company told me I could take the money out without penalty. And we said, no, you got to be 59 and a half, which is the rule for almost everything except one specific in, in, in instance. If you leave a firm between 55 yep. and 59 and a half, that four and a half year period, you are allowed to take your 401k from that firm if that firm allows it. If, and that's another gotta, qualifier. You've got to have it in the plan and everybody's plan is different. Right. Then in certain cases, 14 or 15 people around the country can take their money out without a penalty and what we had without the 10 percent, what we had said last week is you need to take it out evenly over a series of years that was incorrect 
You can just that take the whole incorrect. thing. We're not recommending in, that, by the way, but you can do in it. that one specific instance. Okay, all right. We are and wrong. again, in that, and you're right about the recommending thing because it could be really problematic if you take it out. You take it out, you lose future tax deferral on yeah, it. That's right. And you really shouldn't be touching your retirement money that young. But you can. We made a mistake. For that, we apologize. I have to, honestly, I've been helping never people with money it. for 30 yeah. years on the radio. We screwed up. But, and I've never heard of it. But our advisors, our advisors at Vestry, they know it. Yeah. We, well, we, we not, we're not managing accounts day to day. We're the was, guys on the radio. Joyce is here answering the phones today, and she knew the rule. Of course she knew. She's smart. like the day-to-day advisor person. Smart. She's smart. Uh, but this we never worse. claim to be smart. We're just fun to listen to. Well, kind of. Uh, according to Mark, <laughs> Mark who wrote us, who says, Tom. Wait, this is Tom's. This yeah, is Tom's. stop making fun of rural towns. Said this is the third podcast in which you continue this annoying disparagement of small towns. It's inconsiderate and does nothing to advance your goals of helping people with their financial lives or even just making an entertaining podcast. It was just a joke. Apparently not. Uh, this is the first time he says, by the way, he's listening to podcasts. He's come to some of our events, including retirement. Which he didn't throw a shake, a milkshake on me at retirement, so I guess that's good. This is the no, first that's time. Next time. This is the first time I felt compelled to contact you and complain about your content. Don, Don, he says, has already shown more patience than you deserve on Thank this you. name calling. Thank you. Yeah. And by the way, I'm feeling saintly. Mark wrote us from the tiny little town. I think town. it's somewhere <laughs> along the west coast. It's they're hoping it's going to work out. They had a fire not long ago that kind of San Francisco. Uh, now I don't. Is that nope. considered a small town? I don't he, know. Having hey, grown up, it's there, aspirational. Was... He aspires <laughs> okay. to small town life. Mark, and thank if you, you live in San Francisco, who can blame I'm you? Gonna go because on a it's limb. expensive. That's true. I will no longer criticize small towns in this segment. You've got my word on it. <laughs> He'll do it privately. That he does all the time. He still doesn't get why I want to move to a small town, but that's okay. 855-935-TALK is our number. We'd love to try and help you manage your money a whole lot better. Tom and Don are talking real money. Do you need a little help with your investments? Set up a free, no-obligation appointment with one of our advisors at TalkingRealMoney.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. 855-935-TALK. That is our telephone number. We'd love to talk with you about your money, your life, and all the things that impact it because your questions are the most important part of the show. Although, at times, we've got some pretty important stuff. And I want to start this segment off, Tom, by congratulating the brokerage industry, the stock brokerage industry, the insurance industry in part. Uh, I want to congratulate all of you for winning your battle with the Securities and Exchange Commission uh, in their attempt to force everybody to act as a client's fiduciary, to act in a client's best interests. Uh, you guys won. You can continue to all now hail. Under, all hail. Under, under the new rule BI, yeah. you can now continue to sell people bad investments. Yeah. I think that's what BI stands for, doesn't it? <laughs> bad invest. No, but what it tells you is still the confusion continues. The most most people listening right now have no idea, no idea that the person that's working with them on their financial matters is required to act in the client's best interest. When we ask people no, this, most of them they wait, say, "No, wait, what? No, they're not." Right, that's most of them are not. I know, but most people have no idea that that is the case. I very I, few. I, uh, so, and it's even worse now. 
Yeah, I think, it's last more, I think week, it's greater obfuscation than it was earlier. Well, actually, there are some really interesting details. I've been spending a lot of time okay, so reading VI. Make sure people. So the Securities and Exchange Commission last week issued. Last week, remember voted this started. On, this does this start? This actually started in two thousand and nine. Yeah. That's when, after the financial crisis, people said, wait a minute, you mean that guy helping me is not required to do the best for me, not to put the my interest ahead of his? So they started in Congress. It worked its way through the Department mm-hmm. of Labor. This has gone through all kinds of machinations for 10 years, and we end up very close to where we started. So as you say, congratulations to the broker-dealer industry on holding firm. They did such a great job of lobbying against anything that would require them to always do what's best for their clients. And you've got to, you've got to be suspicious. Why would they not want to always do what was best for their clients? I think that's a legitimate question. I think it's because there's a lot more money to be made by not doing what's in the client's best interest. Oh, you mean like those high-expense annuities, those actively managed mutual funds, those obfuscated products that you really can't understand what they're doing, but they charge you 1.5%, 2% a year to own. Well, last week, the Securities and Exchange Commission, after years of study and public comment and, of course, brokers' comments, they voted on what is called Regulation B.I., the BI actually, they claim, stands for best interest. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't agree, uh, because what it was intended to do was say brokers have to act in their clients' best best interest. But actually, what the rule says now is brokers have to act in their clients' best interest unless they say we don't. Yeah, you. They're going to actually issue you something that says, "Here's what we might do to you." Yeah. But it was going to be. It's called Form CRS. Of course, they. I don't know what the what that means. But Acronym is Form CRS is the disclosure of conflicts. It's a conflict disclosure document. It was supposed to be standardized so that everybody said the same thing. Well, at the last minute, the SEC changed that to allow the brokerage industry to pretty much say it any way they want which means the forms from one firm to another are going to be totally different, and it's going to be impossible for you to compare apples to apples. It'll be apples to pomegranates. And you can continue to be duly registered as a registered investment advisor and a broker-dealer, allowing allowing people to come into your office and you, the broker, saying, Aha! I am a fiduciary! Oh, until for now and read this disclosure, because I'm going to sell you something that might not be in your best interest. The other thing they did, Tom, and I bet you didn't know about this part because I didn't know about it until this weekend. They also uh, last week in the meeting watered down the definition of fiduciary advice. What do you it mean? Used Wait, to, what, what? I'm serious. Come that on. applies to everybody. Now, a fiduciary is held to a lower standard than they were. Now, now you just I have know a you're duty. talking about the financial services industry. You of just have a duty of care. You don't have to put their interest ahead of your own. They've totally changed everything because the industry cares. I have to this is very political on my part right now, but right now we have a government that cares more for businesses than they do for clients. 
I, as it's a business owner, I'd have to say that's true. Yeah. And 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 you are getting so this this new rule is not a good thing for you. You need to be at least as diligent in your selection of an advisor as you were before, if not more so, because now some of the people who are fiduciaries don't even have to act as true fiduciaries and act in your best interest without conflict. And by the way, you want to know whether your advisor's a fiduciary or not? You can call us. We'll tell you. Oh, yeah. 855-935-8255. I'll look them up. What oh, I you want you to, to do, you though. You forgot to mention, by the way, you get a free book if you call on the show today. You get one of from our, our library you of free books. a lot books. of great stuff. 855-935-TALK. But here's what I want you to do. Yes. Just so that we, we you know, I don't mind naming names on the air. It's a free country. You know, we're, we're, we're if, as long as we tell you the truth, we give you the facts, it's okay to say things. But just in case, let's have you give the name, if you want to see if your advisor is a fiduciary give the name to the screen to joyce when you call and then tom will give it to me and i'll do some research and we'll, and we'll we don't we'll get want it. the name of the person we want the name of the firm we can have the name of the firm yeah. don't want the name of the person no. No. don't want the name of the person unless it's one of our advisors then you could ask then i absolutely want to know <laughs> and they're they're over there right now them. selling those annuities like hotcakes man they're making some oh, real money Speaking Woo. of selling annuities, Uh-oh. there is a there is a Seattle firm that I have taken to task a couple of times. Try not to name their name, but that you know, eventually I'm going to have to name their name because they are so blatant in their disregard for the fiduciary duty that they claim to have. Blatant disregard. They claim, as a matter of fact, I'm going to, a little later on in the show, you want to stick around for this, I am going to read you the response of the owner of this firm to a client on Yelp. And he actually, in his response on Yelp, now this is in a public forum, so I can read it, he stated that selling indexed annuities to someone was in their best interests yeah Yeah. and that cannot be that cannot be and he also claimed they were low fee products and we know from looking at one client's products that the commissions are gigantic well they are but i think the argument could be that there's no fee every year oh yeah but the reality is their commissions up front are you they are and i'm gonna i'm gonna read that I'm going to read that to you a little okay. later on. A little right. story time here Something on Talking Real Money. I was going to do Harold and the Purple Crayon, but we'll go with this instead. I'm good with that. I so. think that's better. Okay. Harold and the Purple Crayon. I haven't read you that draw one. Your so. own, yes, you have. You draw your own buildings and draw your own fiduciary relationship. Oh, got it. Draw your own. Oh, it's create your own adventure in fiduciary relationships. <laughs> there goes your money. 855-935-TALK is our number. We do have lines open for you. The show is live if you're listening on Saturdays, and we do want to help you. Tom and Don are talking real money. It may not be the sexiest website in the world, but it's your one-stop shop for real money information, TalkingRealMoney.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Once again, our telephone number here for the show is 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. You can call live during the show on Saturdays from noon to 2 Pacific, 3 to 5 Eastern, or you can call that number 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and we will answer those questions on the podcast. 
Zahid, we've got him on the on the phone right oh, now. You, uh, it I had a said problem. something. <laughs> I know. I had a it did Apple some. It, oh correcting. yeah, the spell correct yeah, thing. Okay. Eight eight five five nine three five. Talk. Give us a call. <laughs> uh, my bad. Zahid, welcome to Talking oh, Real hey, Money. Hey, how are you? You need to turn your radio down too a little bit. Sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's There's right. a delay. There. All right. Yes, sir. What's up? I uh, invested in a couple of. Um, mutual funds for my daughters and uh, just not seeing the returns that I would expect uh, and so what I was looking to see was one am I being uh, advised in my best interest uh, by my financial advisor which is Chase Bank uh, or if they're simply um, you know, trying to make uh, profit on their end now, I didn't hear the name uh, of the firm. Chase. Chase Bank. Oh, Chase. Chase. And uh, we'll give, uh, us, give us the name of the fund. Give us one of the funds. Yeah. Uh, I think that's it up. Well, I don't know if I want you doing that while you're driving. Oh, yeah, if you're driving, don't do that. Uh, let me ask you a question, Zahid. When, when did you get into these products with Chase? Um, I got into them uh, last year. So in 2018. Uh, yeah. And what is the purpose of this is saving for something so down the road? I, I didn't I didn't I didn't want to um, I didn't want to invest in like a uh, uh, what do you call it? 529? Like 521, yeah, Five, for my daughter because yeah. you know, I just didn't want them to I didn't want to lock the funds up. So did you put this in a uniform gift to minors account? Did you put it in her name or is it just in your name? It's in my name, but eventually when she turns you just have it yeah. mentally earmarked for her. Correct. Okay, so this is okay. long-term growth. What you're looking for is appreciation. Yes. Okay. Correct. Well, here's Correct. the thing. I, I, I'm confident, although I'm not 100% certain, but I am confident that from what I know of Chase, they're brokers, and they sold a commission product. And I also know that in the past... Chase has gotten into trouble for selling uh, proprietary products ahead of what have often been far better products because Chase makes more money on their own funds. And, uh, for example, uh, let me just see if I can find it. And while he's doing that, I will go ahead and tell you, Zahid, if this was for my daughter and I was trying to save long-term appreciation, I would simply take the money to Vanguard and own the VT Wax. That is one mutual fund that holds 8,800 securities around the world. It does it at a very low price. There's no commission, and it's an astoundingly great product that you get at a very low cost. And what's the fee, the annual fee on that, Tom? I always forget. Point one. It's, Point yeah, one. It's very, very, very little money. And, and here's the problem with these brokers sold actively managed products. For example, the Chase Growth Fund has expenses of one and a quarter percent per year. That's going to drag performance down right there. It has to. You're going to own far fewer securities there than you did in that Vanguard fund I just mentioned. So um, even without the name of the fund, as Don said, we can pretty well be assured that it's going to be actively managed and, and you pay that the commission. it's going to be yeah a little bit more money so and here's the other problem 
Zahid, here's the other problem. You got into it in 2018, so you probably paid a commission. The commission was probably between five and five and three quarter percent. So that reduced your initial investment down to 95% of what you put in. Then 2018 turned out to be a bad year. So you lost a little money there. You had higher expenses, so you lost a little more there. So you're going to be disappointed just because it was a bad year. Yeah, and I want to be careful with people that you really don't want to move something just because you lost money for a period of time. It's hard to tell exactly That's why. That's normal. That's understandable. You want to move it because the fund is expensive, it's actively managed, and it doesn't fit your objective, I'd put it that way. Right. They're not, <laughs> as we said earlier, they're probably not looking out for your best interests. 855-935-TALK. Tom and Don are talking real money. Just about everything you need to know about money can be found at our website, TalkingRealMoney.com. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Once again, our number is 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. I'm Don McDonald. That's Tom Cock. This is Talking Real Money. We're here to help you deal with money and try to make more of it by paying less, we hope. 855-935-8255. Zahid called us back and gave us the name of the fund yes. that he has from his Chase broker. Which and it is, is yes. it is from a commission broker. Yeah, and there's a well-known fund family. It's been around for a long time. Long time. It uh, was one of the biggest for a period of time, but it's yes. sort of fallen off the radar screen here. And it's only sold probably the by brokers, brokers because yeah. it's got high expenses. Franklin Growth yeah, is Franklin the name Growth. of the fund. Yeah. Which is now, what? Now, the expenses what aren't as high. They, they're not as high okay. as the, the, the Chase fund, but yeah. there is a 5.5% commission that Zahid paid up front. Yeah, right. And the annual expenses are 0.84%. So let's do a point-by-point point comparison to Vanguard Total World yeah. Stock Index Admiral Shares. The, the commission on Vanguard is? Zero. Zero. Yep. The commission on Franklin? 5.5. Yeah, it's a lot of Annual money. fees on the Vanguard Total World? 0.1. Yeah. The total expenses on the Franklin, 0.84. And how many stocks does the Franklin Growth Fund hold? Oh, that's a great well, question. Well, I just I'm be curious because remember, asked. for 0.1, you get 8,800 securities around the globe. 8,800. Yeah. That is absolute. Well, actually, no, now they're down to 7,960. Oh, well, somebody's going to yeah. call and correct me next week. Perfect. Yeah, of course really they love will. That. Um, the Franklin Fund, they have uh, 131 securities, with 94% of those being in the United States. Yeah. So, so yeah. they're heavily U.S. centric. 131 securities. And here's what's interesting the Franklin Fund has outperformed the S&P 500 ever so slightly. Over the past 15 years, ever so slightly. But why do they outperform the S&P 500 ever so slightly? You're taking more risk. You only got 30 stocks in there. It's a more risky portfolio. They're they're gambling a little bit more. It's paid off for them a little. Good for them. Uh, It it is not a terrible fund. But, Zahid, the reason you don't notice it doing anything is because you lost 5.5% out of the gate. Right off the top. That hurts. Yeah, it does. 855-935-TALK. That's our phone number, and Kathy is the next caller. Welcome to the show, Kathy. Hi, Kathy. Yes, hi. I was 
just had the company that I'm working with, and I understood you were going to say if they were fiduciaries or not. Absolutely. Sure, give me the name. Oh, I love this it's, part of the show. <laughs> okay. It's called the Retirement Solution, Inc. And oh, Redmond. no. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, Kathy, Kathy, Did, you know, Kathy. Kathy, you've been listening to the whole hour, have you? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Well, yeah. remember, remember earlier I said I was going to read a, a a Yelp comment by the owner of a firm. Yeah. This is that's the firm. The firm. Oh. Okay. Okay. Absolute huh. Return Solutions. What used to be the name right, of the correct. firm? Yes. Yeah. It's now called the Retirement yeah. Solution. They claim uh, to be a fiduciary, but the reality yeah. is the kinds of products that they sell to their customers fall outside of anyone's anyone's definition of in the client's best interest and why because is why is that well the bulk of what they sell to people are indexed annuities equity indexed annuities what product did they, what product did they put you in kathy well i have a few things i am in an american eagle um american annuity. eagle yep yep know it yeah. well and then i am in some through ameritrade some exchange itf and then mutual funds I know. It's wait, wait, wait. ETFs are, ETFs or ITFs? ETFs, got to be. Let me see. I was looking at it. <clears throat> Exchange traded funds, ETFs, right? ETFs, okay. Yeah. Can you give me the, ETFs, do you have the yeah. names of any of those ETFs since you're looking right at that? Um, I'm dying here. to know. Invesco QQQ yeah. Trust. Okay. QQQ. Mm-hmm. One okay. ETF. All right. Okay, and the mutual funds, DFA and U.S. Yeah. Core Equity One. We know the fund US, well. Okay, yeah. DFA, U.S. So, wait a minute. Do you just have the QQQ and DFA Core Equity One? Um, no, I have some other things here, too, I'm okay. sure. Are there other DFA funds? Uh, let's see. I'm having trouble figuring my statement okay. out here. So, yeah. How, about how many oh, securities a, are there? Let her finish. Oh, I have a okay. DFA. It says D-U-R-P-X. And then I have I a U.S. High Relative Profit PTF-1. Ah, okay. Okay. That tells us a lot. Here's the deal. Uh, okay. Actually, the deal is going to come Hold up after the break. Hold on to that deal. Because yes, we'll it's it a up. long deal. And Chris, and, we'll, get uh, to, we'll get to you in a minute too, Chris. So hang on. Yeah, 855-935-TALK is our number. We'll finish talking to Kathy, then we'll get to Chris and you too down the road at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. It is free, it is easy, and we really want to get you on a better track toward a brighter future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Download the advisor interview form and find out if your advisor's a fiduciary at TalkingRealMoney.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. All right, we're talking real money with Kathy. Uh, she called us at 855-935-TALK, and we're talking about her advisory firm, and they are registered as an investment advisor with the SEC. Firm's called the Retirement Solution. It used to be called... Absolute uh, Returns. Absolute Returns. Yep. And Kathy, with them, has part of her money in an American Eagle indexed annuity, correct? Yes. Okay. And then the other part uh, is actually is in, in a some portfolio. Mutual yeah, right. A, yeah. a fund family of which we know, we respect, and we use as well called dimensional. But mm-hmm. I'm beginning to think when I see things like the Qs in there, that maybe they're not exactly following modern modern portfolio theory or the uh, factor-based models that DFA espouses. But I'm not going to go there right now, because what we're talking about is conflicts of interest. And that's my concern about those who claim to be a fiduciary. 
let me read to you from the Retirement Solutions ADV Part 2 brochure. This is their disclosure document, okay, Kathy? This is going to tell you a lot. TRS's management and employees are also licensed to sell insurance products. From time to time, TRS will offer clients, clients advice or products from these activities. Clients should be aware that these services pay a commission or other compensation and can be a conflict of interest as commissionable products can be a conflict with the fiduciary duties of a registered investment advisor. They say that, right? They say it's a conflict right there, correct? or can be a conflict. Then they say TRS always acts in the best interest of the client, including can, the sale of commissionable products to advisory clients. I don't know how you can say both those things in one document. I don't know how document. you can say that. I, you, you, it's, it's contradictory. The short answer so, is here that, that, yes, part of the what they've done, we would agree with, as I said, a, a portfolio of low-cost index-style mutual funds. No issue there. This is the struggle. When you get in there and then they also sell you an annuity, an insurance product that I frankly, and I think Don's going to agree, is not in your best interest. Oh, I totally agree. Well, isn't, there and, and, for, isn't there a yeah, place for like a assured interest? And is, isn't that what that gives you so that you have some money that's not at the ups and downs of the market? Absolutely. And they're called bonds. They sell it. Let me just you have an you have a contract with an insurance company that is not the same as buying a government bond. Explain to you. you, Here's the problem. It's the commission that really creates the conflict. Equity indexed annuities. There is a there is a an alert by the Financial Industry Regulatory Authority at Finra.org about equity indexed annuities and how misleading they are and how misleading they are. The reality is that these products are they funds like tr like the retirement solution make the bulk of their money i would believe i i firmly believe because i've looked at how much they have under management and there's they don't have enough money under management as a as an investment advisor to support their five offices around the country their four or five offices they just don't make enough from that they've got to be making a lot of money from somewhere else to afford even all that rent so the reality is they get big huge commissions from this i bet they didn't tell you about their commission did they no, I think the one they put me in didn't have that because we wouldn't have wanted that. Or at least that's liars. What they told me that's the oh. lie. I, would you oh. like to know how much the commission was? Yeah, sure. Do you have your policy there? Uh, yeah, I do. Go to the section on surrender charges. Should be the second, maybe third page. Oh. But if how you much hold is the it first... long enough, you would well, have yeah, those, well, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to explain to you the trick here. What is the first year surrender charge? I'm, I, you know, you're asking me to look into I'm, the policy. I, that's all right. I'm guessing it's between eight and nine percent, and I'm probably right because okay. I, I've looked okay. these policies up. That is the commission that was paid by the insurance company to the retirement so- solution. Okay. The reason they have that as a surrender charge is so they, the insurance company, gets paid back for paying that commission to the advisory firm. I want you to go online just for fun one day over the weekend and look up equity indexed annuities in Google. Mm-hmm. And read the articles from Forbes and Bloomberg. Go to FINRA.org and read about equity indexed annuities. There isn't a reputable 
respectable journalistic outlet in America that thinks equity indexed annuities are good for clients, including okay, this the is, regulators. It, it says it's it said this says it's a flexible premium deferred annuity contract with indexed linked strategies. That's yep, it. that's yeah. an indexed right. annuity. That's what that is. Oh, that's it. Okay, okay. that's what it is. Okay. I, I I hate to tell people these things, but I got to tell you, the, the, they, the, this is a lie by omission. To say there is no commission is an, a lie by omission. They collected a commission. That is a conflict of interest. Their own ADV says this can be a conflict of interest. I mean, their and own to, ADV says there's a conflict. It's kind of a weird... And to say written. anything else is disingenuous at best. So to, to help yourself, I would only use a registered investment advisor who is well, only registered. They regist- are. They well, are. No, I'm getting to that. That does not, is not also registered as an insurance agent because yep. there's the conflict. That's a conflict. So. Thanks for the call, Kathy. Good luck. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. Give us a call. I'd love to talk with you. Tom and I both would love to talk yeah. with you. Oh, my goodness, my goodness, my goodness. Um, Shall we go to Angel real quick? Yes, Angel's next. Hey, Angel, welcome to Talking Real Money. How can we help? Hey, I just have a real quick question. Northwestern Mutual. Northwestern Are they Mutual. Fiduciary? A quiet company. No. They're an insurance agent. <laughs> They're an insurance company. I knew company. you were going to say that. Sorry. No, uh, okay, but thanks. and just to go back to that for a minute, I mean, insurance cup. There's a you. There's a. I have a lot of insurance. I have an 11 year old daughter. I fight something happens. Don and I have this argument all the time. I want to make sure that she and her mom are going to be fine. Okay, I'm good with that. My wife. you have death insurance. Right? I have death insurance. I have an umbrella policy. I got a lot, yeah. I got a lot of stuff like that. I got no problem paying that. Nothing I wrong don't with insurance. Hire insurance companies for my investing. But in Northwest Northwest Mutual calls the, they call their people financial advisors. Yeah. You see, the term financial advisor is an unregulated term. Anybody it means can say nothing. that. Yep, anybody can say that. You could call your dog a financial advisor and and oh. you know just go out and now you have to go there. Do you? Okay. Yeah, fine, well, I love fine. the dogs. No, they're not. Sorry, I wouldn't work with them. I wouldn't. Not for investments. For insurance, sure. Investments, yeah. no way. Yeah, I just... guarantee they're selling either mutual funds with commissions, but more likely than not, they are selling variable annuities. Oh, which, by the way, on Yelp, uh, our friends at the Retirement Solution said that they don't sell products like variable annuities because they're too expensive. Yeah, like well, but they're, they're going to sell indexed annuities. They're going to say those don't cost anything because there's no they, expense ratio. There's every no year. expense ratio yeah. disclosed. Disclosed. Right. But I got to tell you, a few years ago, the Securities and Exchange Commission, as wimpy as they are, tried to regulate equity indexed annuities or fixed indexed annuities as securities. They wanted a higher level of required disclosure like the commissions disclosed and the insurance industry spent tens of millions of dollars fighting to get that regulation back in the hands, keep it in the hands of the the state insurance regulators. And they succeeded. Can I mention one thing here before we go to the top of the hour? you got to protect yourself. So that's a reason we do the classes, too. And Barb, Devereaux, and I will be doing one two weeks from today called Real Retirement Roadmap. Come out for a couple of hours. Learn the basic facts of all this. 
She's even going to talk about long-term care, other topics. We don't sell long-term care, but you can sign <laughs> you up for all get those sold things. Anything. Oh, God, yeah. RealRetirementRoadmap.com. RealRetirementRoadmap.com. Join us Saturday, June 22nd. Tom and Don are talking real money. Would you like to talk to a real investment advisor for free? Set up an appointment at TalkingRealMoney.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. And and Tom didn't tell you how you could get tickets to the class. <laughs> go to go to realretirementroadmap.com. That's realretirementroadmap.com. Also there you can sort of like start on your real retirement roadmap. So, but get your tickets for this class. Um it's 2 hours all kinds of good stuff on retirement. realretirementroadmap.com. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.